Good morning, everyone. As many of you know, I read about one book per week. This past week's book was The Creative Act, A Way of Being by Rick Rubin. The book's main argument is that Rick Rubin was crowned the most important music producer of the last 20 years by MTV, so he knows a thing or two about the creative process. Rubin explains that creativity is not solely reserved for music artists, though. In fact, every single human is an artist. Throughout this book, he defines creativity in details, how you can leverage it, and what to do if you get stuck at any point. Ruben walks us through his experimentation, crafting, and completion phases while sharing tactical advice on how to improve whatever art you pursue. There are five main ideas, or big ideas, that I took out of this book. The first idea, everyone is an artist. We all create things in life. Embrace the act of creating, and you will start enjoying life in a new way. Ruben writes, quote, regardless of whether or not we're formally making art, we all are living as artists. To live as an artist is a way of being in the world, a way of perceiving, a practice of paying attention, end quote. Now, you must take the time to practice. You'll improve with more reps. He says, quote, living life as an artist is a practice. You're either engaging in the practice or you're not. It makes no sense to say you're not good at it. It's like saying, I'm not good at being a monk. You're either living as a monk or you're not, end quote. And the more time we invest in the ability to recognize greatness, the better we'll become at allocating our time and attention. This was fascinating. So he says, quote, if you make the choice of reading classic literature every day for a year rather than reading the news, by the end of that time period, you'll have a more honed sensitivity for recognizing greatness from the books than from the media. This applies to every choice we make, not just with art, but with friends we choose the conversations we have, even the thoughts we reflect on. All of these aspects affect our ability to distinguish good from very good, very good from great. They help us determine what's worthy of our time and attention, end quote. Okay, second big idea. An idea will come into existence when its time has come. The person who brings the idea to life is not nearly as important as the idea turning into reality. Now, I really do believe this. So Rudin writes, quote, if you have an idea you're excited about and you don't bring it to life, it's not uncommon for the idea to find its voice through another maker. This ain't because the other artist stole your idea, but because the idea's time has come, end quote. When an idea's time's come, it will always be a combination of old ideas in a new way. Nothing is new. Everything is made up of the past. He says, quote, there's a time for certain ideas to arrive and they find a way to express themselves through us. Art is a circulation of energetic ideas. What makes them appear new is that they're combining differently each time they come back, end quote. Now, the third big idea is that you have to follow your intuition. There will be many people in your life who will try to dissuade you from doing what you want, hear them out, but be willing to ignore them. He says, quote, it's not always easy to follow the subtle energetic information the universe broadcasts especially when your friends, family, co-workers, or those with a business interest in your creativity are offering seemingly rational advice that challenges your intuitive knowing. To the best of my ability, I've followed my intuition to make career turns and been recommended against doing so every time. It helps to realize that it's better to follow the universe than those around you, end quote. And so then he starts talking about this idea of a beginner's mind. And he says, quote, beginner's mind is starting from a pure childlike place of not knowing. 
living in the moment with as few fixed beliefs as possible, seeing things for what they are as presented, tuning into what enlivens us in the moment instead of what we think will work, and making our decisions accordingly. Any preconceived ideas and accepted conventions limit what's possible, end quote. Now, you will doubt yourself along the creative process. That's normal. Realize it's happening and just keep going. And Ruben's great at this. So he says, quote, self-doubt lives in all of us. And while we may wish it gone, it is there to serve us. By accepting self-doubt, rather than trying to eliminate or repress it, we lessen its energy and interference. We're all different and we're all imperfect. And the imperfections are what makes each of us and our work interesting. We create pieces reflective of who we are, and if insecurity is part of who we are, then our work will have a greater degree of truth in it as a result, end quote. Now, you can stop pursuing the creative path if you don't want to do it anymore. You're always in control. So he says, we are not obligated to follow this calling because we have a talent or skill. It's worth remembering that we are blessed to get to create. It's a privilege. We're choosing it. We're not being ordered to do this. If we'd rather not do it, let's not do it, end quote. All right, idea number four, competition is for losers. That is not how you create greatness. This was pretty powerful because I never thought about it this way. So Ruben says, quote, art is about the maker. It's aim to be an expression of who we are. This makes competition absurd. Wanting to outperform another artist or make a work better than theirs rarely results in true greatness, end quote. And so what others see as competition is actually collaboration, collaboration being a key part. You are working with other people and other ideas. Embrace it. Collaboration, not competition. So Ruben writes, quote, being made happy by someone else's best work and then letting it inspire you to rise to the occasion is not competition. It's collaboration. Nothing begins with us. The more we pay attention, the more we begin to realize that all the work we ever do is a collaboration. It's a collaboration with the art that's come before you and the art that will come after. It's also a collaboration with the world you're living in, with the experiences you've had, with the tools you use, with the audience, and with who you are today, end quote. Okay, idea number five, rules. Rules are limiting. You should not only be comfortable breaking rules, but you should look for opportunities to do it often. Don't let arbitrary rules kill your creativity. Ruben writes, rules by their nature are limitation. The rules artists learn are different. They are assumptions, not absolutes. They describe a goal or method for short-term or long-term results. They are there to be tested, and they are only of value as long as they are helpful. They are not laws of nature. So rules can be average. Oh, I'm sorry. Rules can create average suboptimal work. Don't aspire to be average. Ruben writes, quote, rules direct us to average behaviors. If we're aiming to create works that are exceptional, most rules don't apply. Average is nothing to aspire to. The goal is not to fit in. If anything, it's to amplify the differences, what doesn't fit, the special characteristics unique to how you see the world. Instead of sounding like others, value your own voice, develop it, cherish it, end quote. He says that the best artists break the rules and operate in their own realities. Quote, the artist 
who define each generation are generally the ones who live outside of these boundaries, not the artists who embody the beliefs and conventions of their time, but the ones who transcend them, end quote. And then the great artists emulate children. They are childlike in many things they do, which relates back to this idea of beginner's mind. He writes, quote, these childlike superpowers include being in the moment, valuing play above all else, having no regard for consequences, being radically honest without consideration, and having the ability to freely move from one emotion to the next without holding on to story. The great artists throughout history are the ones able to maintain this childlike enthusiasm and exuberance naturally, end quote. All right, I pulled 14 memorable kind of one-liners uh, out of the book that I thought I'd just share here. I'm just gonna kind of read through each one of them. We can quiet our inside so we can perceive more on the outside or quiet the outside so we can notice more of what's happening inside. The energy around you can be harnessed to elevate your work. Of all the great works that we can experience, nature is the most absolute and enduring. The person who makes something today isn't the same person who returns to the work tomorrow. Then he says, there is no wrong way. There is only your way. Ultimately, your desire to create must be greater than your fear of it. Not all projects take time, but they do take a lifetime. While the eyes and the mouth can be sealed, an ear has no lid, nothing to close. It takes in what surrounds it. It receives, but can't transmit. The ear is simply present to the world. Then he says, innovation through ignorance. Basically, again, beginner's mind. To vary your inspiration, consider varying your inputs. To dismiss an idea because it doesn't work in your mind is to do a disservice to the art. The only way to truly know if any idea works is to test it. And if you're looking for the best idea, test everything. Then he says, there are countless examples of imitation turning into legitimate innovation says, remember that commercial success is completely out of your control. And then lastly, volume does not equal value. Thought that was great. So here are my takeaways from the book after reading it. The book's full of new, refreshing ideas. Rick Rubens has a unique approach to creating art. It is fascinating to read how he thinks about implementing this process to other areas of life outside of just music. My first big takeaway was Rubens' refusal to accept social norms. For example, he rejects the idea of being yourself, being yourself is advice that people get all the time, but he writes, quote, defining one's true self is not so simple. It may be impossible. The suggestion to be yourself may be too general to be of much use. There's being yourself as an artist, being yourself with your family, being yourself at work, being yourself with friends, being yourself in times of crisis or in times of peace and being yourself for yourself when by yourself, end quote. So if you refuse to be put in a box, it naturally positions you with more flexibility to create things you find valuable. Don't accept the norm, reframe the game, do things your way with one big takeaway. A second big takeaway was Ruben's fascination with open-mindedness, curiosity, and the beginner's mind. I've mentioned it a couple of times already, but he talks about these concepts throughout the book. Sometimes he relates them, meaning that they actually are all the same thing, but other times they appear independently. I took this fascination to be a strong signal that creativity is nearly impossible without curiosity. So don't have a rigid mind, ask questions, work diligently to understand something new. Be humble enough to say, I don't know, can you explain it? Um, and a beginner's mind is actually a sign of maturity and intelligence, which is kind of this like mental judo uh, where it says beginner's mind, but actually it takes some sort of practice and maturity to be able to do it. 
Now, my third big takeaway was the importance of tuning out distractions. Traditional artists don't only have to deal with the average distractions of social media and television like you or I, but they must also avoid succumbing to the pressures of the commercial side of art, which is pretty interesting. If you're a true artist, you create for the love of the art, but there is a comparable situation for each of us in our daily lives, which really translates like don't do things solely for money, do them because you enjoy what you're doing. The commercial success, if it comes, will eventually come because you create something great, not necessarily because you set out to make money, which in business can be hard sometimes, but worth kind of taking that away. And then lastly, is that Rick Rubin explains that a loyal audience can begin to feel like a prison. I thought this was fascinating. Um, it's something that hit me hard. Uh, I've been fortunate to create really large audiences on the internet, but there are times when the audience doesn't like the same content that I'm interested in. So getting comfortable with the idea of losing part of your audience as you pursue something new is an idea that I had to get comfortable with. And it just took a long time to kind of let that settle, but, but it's something finally I'm okay with. Uh, ultimately, pursuing your interests is the best way to remain authentic to yourself. And if there's one thing I personally have learned over the years, it's that being authentic is the secret differentiator on the internet. So I thought that was worth uh, calling out as well. Um, again, this book was The Creative Act, A Way of Being by Rick Rubin. Highly recommend reading it. If you want to see all of the highlights that I made in the physical book, I've included a link to those as well. I'll just call out. It's really long. I think it's like 21, 22 pages full of highlights. Took me forever to take the actual highlights from the book and transcribe them over manually, but it helps me kind of reread some of the best parts of the book. So you can check that out. And then lastly, don't forget, I'm hosting a conference at the Miami Beach Convention Center on March 4th. Anyone can attend for free. I'm bringing together some of the most popular podcast guests over the years. We have everyone from Kathy Wood to Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, we have uh, Chris Williamson, uh, a whole host of other people. It's really, really, really great. I I'm super excited uh, about it. I think you guys will really enjoy it. So you can get those free tickets uh, at the link in the email as well. All right, that's it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed these book notes uh, and memos, and I will continue to uh, create them. Uh, but I will talk to everyone tomorrow.